RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Today's daily Star Trek news is supported by listeners like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. Hello and welcome to your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Alison Pitt, and today is Tuesday, January 7th, 2020. On today's show, Star Trek Picard Countdown, issue number three, has been delayed. Anovos updates customers on its Star Trek line, and Viacom CBS acquires a 49% stake in award-winning studio Miramax. All that plus this week's Trek trivia, coming up next. The third installment of the comic series, Star Trek Picard Countdown, has been delayed. It's now due in stores on January 29th, the week after Star Trek Picard premieres on CBS All Access. Originally, issue number three of the Picard prequel series was due to be released on January 15th, the week before the show's premiere. But IDW, the comic's publishers, confirmed to me yesterday that the release has been delayed for production reasons. In an email, they said, Barring any unforeseen circumstances, Star Trek Picard Countdown Number 3 is anticipated to hit stores on January 29th. There was a slight delay as we needed a little extra time to make sure that the countdown finale was the best it could be. Customers who pre-ordered the issue through Amazon were notified of the delay by email on December 30th. Customers in person may have heard about the delay earlier. When I bought issue number two on December 18th, my local comic shop showed the 29th too. Star Trek Picard Countdown issues one and two are available in stores and online now. Once again, issue number three is now expected to be out on Wednesday, January 29th. And a big thanks to patron Steve for alerting me to the delay. Next up, a guest story today, bringing us up to speed on the latest from costume and prop retailer Anovos. Back in June, I told you that Anovos had been sued for fraud for allegedly failing to fulfill orders. Now, at least for Star Trek branded products, they've posted a new update to customers. Barry Rice contributed the following piece. Anovos is one of the few licensed producers of Star Trek-branded uniforms and franchise-related gear. It is well known for its beautifully detailed and screen-accurate products, which often come with a hefty price tag. They're also, unfortunately, well known for being glacially sluggish with their production schedules, which has even spurred a lawsuit. However, at least to date, those who have had the stamina to wait out the long production lines and delays have always gotten their highly coveted products. On December 26th, Anovos published a blog entry which is available on the Anovos website, detailing their latest production schedule of licensed products. In terms of Star Trek, this was the first such posting since July 10th, 2019, two quarters ago. How have things changed over those two quarters? A few of their items are still going to be shipped on the schedule previously mentioned, but many of the items are being delayed by another quarter. Even more of their items are being delayed by two more quarters. 
This news has been received by dedicated costuming fans with a predictable mix of resignation and frustration. But in general, the increased communication from Inovos and the company's attempts to redesign their business model to something more speedy is meeting approval from their most diehard supporters. And a big thanks to Barry for that piece. More news and Trek Trivia Tuesday in just a moment, but first, a word from me. For the last two weeks over the holiday break, I've been publishing your Star Trek stories, how listeners just like you found Star Trek, and why they stayed fans. Now I'm looking for even more Star Trek stories to publish on the show. So if you'd like to have your story read out, then you can do that a couple of ways. You can email me at info at or, my preferred method, send me an actual real-life letter. Send it to me, Allison Pitt, at P.O. Box 17913, Irvine, California, 92623. That's P.O. Box 17913, Irvine, California, 92623. And I may use your story on the show. Thanks once again to those of you who have already written in, and I hope to hear from more of you soon. Viacom CBS has entered into an agreement to acquire a 49% stake in Miramax. Last December, I brought you the story that despite CEO Bob Backish denying any major acquisitions post-merger, Viacom CBS were looking to buy a stake in the award-winning studio. That deal has now come to fruition, and according to a press release dated December 20th, the deal is expected to close in the first quarter of this year. Miramax is the home of four Best Picture Academy Awards for Chicago, Shakespeare and Love, The English Patient, and No Country for Old Men. They're also the studio behind Pulp Fiction, Clerks, Scream, and Strictly Ballroom, a diverse portfolio with broad appeal. Viacom CBS's deal will see them gain distribution rights and the opportunity to create new projects based on Miramax's existing properties. Quoting the press release, Drawing on the strength of Paramount Pictures, Viacom CBS's historic film and television studio, this investment in Miramax will create synergies and other valuable opportunities through both new production and co-financing opportunities in film and TV, and the combined distribution of both new and existing library content. In addition, Paramount Pictures has entered into an exclusive long-term distribution agreement for Miramax's film library, and an exclusive long-term first-look agreement, allowing Paramount Pictures to develop, produce, finance, and distribute new film and television projects based on Miramax's IP. Miramax is currently owned by Qatari firm BN Media Group. Under the terms of the agreement, Viacom CBS will pay $150 million up front for the deal, with another $45 million annually over the next five years, which will be used for new film and television productions and working capital. Of the final deal, Backish said, Miramax is a renowned global studio, responsible for some of the most iconic films of the last three decades. This partnership with BN will be a unique opportunity to gain access to a valuable library, 
deepening our already substantial pool of IP at a time when demand for premium content is only accelerating. We look forward to working closely with the Miramax management team as we explore new ways to deliver its titles across a variety of platforms and create new, compelling projects. Well, that's it for the news today. Now on to Trek Trivia Tuesday. Did you know? The Utopia Planitia shipyards are located on Mars. There are facilities on the surface in the Utopia Planitia region, and also dry docks and other structures located in synchronous orbit above. The Galaxy-class starship, a.k.a. the Enterprise-D, was designed and built at Utopia Planitia, as was the USS Defiant and many other canon ships. Also, Star Trek Picard Countdown Issue Number 1 revealed that sometime after the events of Star Trek Nemesis, Geordi LaForge was given a leadership role there, overseeing the construction of a new fleet. So now, a trivia question for you. In addition to the Utopia Planitia shipyards, a branch of the Daystrom Institute also calls Mars its home. What one-time love interest of Geordi's once worked there as a professor of theoretical physics? Find out on Friday's episode of Daily Star Trek News. Well, that's it for today's Daily Star Trek News from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. For more great Star Trek podcasts, be sure to check out podcasts.roddenberry.com. This show is supported by people like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just shoot me an email at info at dailystartreknews.com or find the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Daily Trek News. I'm back tomorrow with more of the Star Trek news you need to know, and this week in Trek history. I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com The Roddenberry Podcast Network